Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. your host, Ryan Gable. Welcome to the Secret Teachings radio broadcast right here on The Fringe FM. Thank you for joining us this evening. Our website, if you'd like to check us out, find our show archive with all of our past episodes that you can stream and download when you become a subscriber, is www.thesecretteachings.info. And even if you're not a subscriber, you can access the website and check out some of our broadcasts that are put there to download and to stream at your convenience for free. We publish so much content every week, five shows a week, four shows sometimes with a best of played on the network that we have an ever increasing archive of radio broadcasts. We also have the montage archive on the website for subscribers And you'll find all of my digital books on the website if you are a subscriber. And when you subscribe to the show, you don't just get access to the archive, the montages, and the digital books. But you support the secret teachings and you support the Fringe FM. And if you're supporting us, it's probably because I'm hoping you know that this show supports you as well. And if you'd like to contact us for any reason... The email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. Social media, only one page. It's on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And we are working on a Patreon page as well. I'm going to do something very simple on Patreon. Probably some behind-the-scenes videos and some other videos that might be more informative. I'm trying to figure out how that's going to go down. I'm trying to shift into doing radio 100% full-time, and I'm just about to the point where I'm able to do that. It's because of listeners like you who listen to this broadcast five nights a week and over the weekends, share it with your friends, and you let people know about the secret teachings and how long we've been on radio and what we've done in so many different topical fields, and hopefully that provides you with assurance that we're here night after night to provide you with unique and sometimes groundbreaking, but at minimal, a unique perspective on subjects that are all too often approached with a very biased, bigoted egotistic point of view and that could be Bigfoot and the Mothman that could be extraterrestrials and UFOs hell that could be something as simple and as well known as the bias of political opinion on one side of the political spectrum or the other we provide you with that different perspective because We like to try and bring balance. When we say we, I just mean those of us who think 
in a more open context. Now, clearly, if you've listened to this show, you understand that. For those who are new listeners, you might think that some of the things that I'm going to say tonight, as some of the things that I've said on the previous handful of shows, are extreme or are radical. They're ideas that are associated with the far left or the far right or ideas that are associated when we're talking about something like crypto creatures or something like UFOs, that my statements are coming out of the mouth of someone who is a skeptic or a denier. And everything just kind of gets reduced to these categories. You believe in UFOs or you don't. You're a believer or a denier. You believe in my God or you believe in no God. You might as well be an atheist. You're either a Republican or a Democrat. You're an extremist or you're an anarchist. And you're going to get these views whether you watch mainstream news, you read a book, you watch a television show. You know, so much news nowadays is in essence run by intelligence officials. I'm not just talking about people like Anderson Cooper on CNN, but former intel officers, former intelligence agents are now nightly news commentators on your CNNs and your major media outlets. And they also come into the so-called alternative media through big popular radio shows People like Dr. Steve Pachinik comes to mind as one. I say he's kind of like, Pachinik's kind of like the, the David Wilcock of alternative news. And David Wilcock is the Steve Pachinik of the New Age community. People that lie so much that I don't think they know they're lying. Or in the case of Pachinik, he's a trained intelligence operative I think David Wilcock is just delusional. But they play the same part in spreading disinformation and misinforming people. That's the best way to stifle debate and the best way to confuse and coerce and therefore control a targeted population. You don't have to directly lie to someone, but you can omit information, critical information. Very critical information. Joe Biden, President of the United States, once made a statement about a particular group that has been witnessed, photographed, videoed, and seen all over the United States. And for those who have studied history, have been seen since the early 1930s in Germany. It's a group called Antifa. And Joe Biden once said, quote, Antifa is just an idea. Now, for those of you who might think I'm about to support Antifa or I'm about to attack Antifa, listen very carefully. This is not a political radio show. Joe Biden said Antifa is just an idea. So that gave me an idea. It gave me a thought, and that thought formulated into tonight's broadcast. Rage 
for the machine. It's just an idea. So many of the people that believe that they're raging against the machine are actually raging for the machine. They're raging for the international, multinational, corporate interests and the big banks that they supposedly hate so much. These are people that have infiltrated otherwise peaceful groups like Occupy Wall Street and to some extent Black Lives Matter. These are anarcho-communist groups. And to say that Antifa is just an idea, no matter how many holes Joe Biden has in his brain, no matter how many pacts with the devils that Joe Biden has made, no matter how many hands of powerful, corrupt people that he has shaken or elbows bumped like at the G7, Joe Biden was right when he made that statement. Antifa is just an idea. The anti-fascist movement is just an idea. Antifa has individual cells, like a terrorist network, like an Al-Qaeda, like an ISIS. They have a flag. They fly a flag of black and red. The black for anarchism, the red for communism. The original Antifa flag was reversed And it was a flag showing two additional red flags in the center of a circle. The anti-fascist organization going back to the early 30s in Germany. And that same organization dressed in all black, carrying black and red flags, promoting anarcho-communism. Is probably in your city, definitely in your state, and sometimes in your neighborhood. It's an idea. Now, ideas can be dangerous. That's why people who don't want there to be a change in the status quo attempt to suppress ideas through the censoring of content, through the censoring of speech. It's easier to get you to censor your own speech by conditioning you, especially at a young age, that emotion is more important than the freedom to express yourself. So emotion always should overcome and outweigh what is right and what is just and what is free. Because an idea is powerful. An idea is so powerful, in fact, that an idea, like my idea for tonight's show, when I sit down and I look at all of the things going on in the news and I look through history books and books on symbology and books on occultism and magic, I find a parallel golden thread between all of them. You can call this parapolitical. You can call this magic. You can call it whatever you want, but it's just an idea. Antifa is just an idea. It is just an idea. An idea that I had for the show tonight, Rage for the Machine, it's just an idea, was a thought that I had that formed into this show. And Antifa, the anti-fascist organization, is not only an idea, It's a thought formulated into well-organized cells of terrorist groups, a terrorist network that spans from sea to shining sea in the United States, doing to what otherwise 
prior to the previous presidential administration and during the previous presidential administration, the United States became a leader economically, arguably politically, and perceptually in so many different ways that parallel the strength of Germany as a superpower as it was rebuilt in the 1930s. Now, we're not talking about anti-Semitism. We're not talking about hatred and Gestapo. We're talking about the Autobahn and the Volkswagen, the people's car. We're talking about the rebuilding of the German military, the the rebuilding of the German family, things that were destroyed by anarcho-communists in the 20s, in the Weimar Republic, things that would have happened even earlier than the mid to late 20s, had the Freikorps not shut down a previous communist revolution that had taken place after World War I, just a few years after the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia. America was indeed, to some extent, rebuilt, at least the perception of it. Now, perhaps the perception is all that matters because perhaps the perception of rebuilding an America and not building it back better, but making America about America and the ideals and the principles that are good and that are universally accepted as equal and just for all people, not the specification of a trans-quadriplegic who's a vegan who loves the environment, but all people, human beings, all people. These are ideas that are dangerous to tyrants and authoritarians, ideas that have to be smashed, ideas that have to be destroyed, ideas that have to be tainted, ideas that once they're tainted, you and others will destroy them for the power establishment. You will rage for the machine. It's just an idea, sure. It's an idea that manifests into a thought formation. And once that idea manifests into a thought formation, something funny happens. It takes on a life of its own. It becomes an egregore, a golem, a tulpa. It comes to life. And it's controlled, it's directed to wreak havoc and destruction. Where will be determined by those who are in charge of it, who conjured it, who invoked it. This isn't about politics. It's not about partisanism. It's not about local, national, or international politics. This is about magic. This is about invocating things out of the ether, manifesting things through ideas and through thought, and using that magical power to obtain what the will of the magician demands. Who the magician is and what the magician demands we'll find out tonight on The Secret Teachings as we expose those raging against the machine for those raging for the machine. It's just an idea. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to the archive to support the show and The Fringe FM. Broadcasting right here on The Fringe, five nights a week, The Secret Teachings. Again, I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us.
You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, where you can catch the secret teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Rook. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. 
is to disorder this fierce machine which you have built, upon which we stand, will bring an end to the Senate. All remaining systems will bow and will remember this as the last day of the Republic. In order to really tackle terrorism, and this time domestically, you've got to attack and dismantle the command and control element of a terrorist group. And unfortunately, and I know this is painful to hear, that may mean people sitting in Congress right now, people in and around the former president. That's how you do this. The time has come. Execute Order 66. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. I am the Senate. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. The two most lethal elements of the domestic violence extremist threat are racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and militia violent extremists. In the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocate for the superiority of the white race. Now I'm awake. Can the federal government take credit for saving us from a plot of its own creation? What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots, and of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. January 6th is now being used as a pretext to strip law-abiding Americans of their most basic civil liberties. You are our only hope. The America you know doesn't exist in our future. Bow and remember this as the last day of the Republic! I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Joe Biden once said that Antifa is just an idea. And I don't normally agree with people who have dementia, but I believe that Antifa is just an idea. Antifa is an idea like any other political ideology. Antifa is a group of anti-fascists, or so they call themselves. In reality, they are anarcho-fascists, anarcho-communists, that wish to see the destruction of all things that are free and all things that are structured institutions. They want to see the destruction of Western systems of government, including free speech, freedom of the press, free market, free expression of religion and ability to communicate with your elected representatives. They want to eliminate the rule of law. They believe in a system that is anti-capitalism. They believe in a system that is based on victimhood and social justice, just as was used in Maoist China. They believe in violence as an acceptable means to the end. The end is the destruction of what they say is fascism, the greatest evil, often associated with the KKK or Adolf Hitler. These are people that have very little going for them in their life. And being part of a movement like this fulfills the desire to be part of something greater. This is a group that is an idea, a dangerous idea, comprised particularly of the youth, generally of the privileged and the upper middle class, mostly white people. On average, they're male, 
Over 90% of them live with their parents, according to one German magazine report on over 800 of Antifa militant members. A third of them are unemployed, and virtually all of them are unmarried. Virtually all of them have no significant other, no relationship. They believe in absolutism, that what they believe is the absolute answer to the problem that they perceive. And while they think that they rage against the machine to tear down the oppressive institutions, the shackles that put people into slavery, what they are actually doing is destroying a structure, an institution, that although horribly corrupt due to individuals with a very small to non-existent moral or ethical compass, preserves the very things that these groups profess to be concerned about, discrimination or whatever it is they yell about. But Antifa doesn't challenge the real power structure because their goal is to terrorize citizens while acting as ground troops for elitist ideology. They really don't have a group organization per se. They are comprised of semi-autonomous cells that operate in unison, that communicate in secret. They are highly organized. And Antifa became a household name in 2016. But until then, most people had never heard of them. In 2016, Antifa popped up on the campaign trail of Hillary Clinton at the DNC in Philadelphia. A few years later, Antifa would become a household name. And despite the fact that many representatives in the federal government have denied that Antifa exists, and the current sitting president, Joe Biden, says Antifa is just an idea, Antifa has members who have committed acts of violence and have professed their support for Antifa or anti-fascist ideology. Now, this is very important because what we've seen in the last couple of days, not to mention the last couple of weeks, the last couple of days, the White House on June 14th published a paper, a transcript of four pillars that will destroy, that will help stop, that will prevent, or so they say, domestic terrorism. Now, clearly, there aren't people that run around saying, I love domestic terrorism, I love domestic terrorism. If you say, should we find and stop domestic terrorists before they commit acts of violence, I think everybody would say, yes, 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 we should definitely do that. The problem is, what exactly is a violent extremist? What exactly is domestic terrorism? In this White House report from June 14th, the headline, Background Press Call by Senior Administration Officials on the National Strategy for Countering Domestic Terrorism. It gives four pillars. The first pillar seeks to understand and analyze and share domestic terrorism-related information. Pillar 2 involves the prevention of domestic terrorism recruitment and mobilization to violence. 
And for the first time, the Department of Homeland Security has designated domestic violent extremism as a national priority within the Department of Homeland Security grant program. Pillar 3 involves the disruption and deterrence of domestic terrorist activity. And the fourth pillar of this strategy involves confronting long-term contributors to domestic terrorism. Now, these are the four pillars. That's what they call them, the four pillars to dismantling domestic terrorism. What is domestic terrorism? It smells awfully funny and a little bit rancid because it's it's been out there for a while and nobody's really put it away. Uh, the four olds, the four old things used during the Cultural Revolution in the 1960s by the student-led Red Guards of the People's Republic of China. The four olds were the pre-communist elements of Chinese culture that communists wanted to destroy. The four olds. Old culture, old habits, old customs, and old ideas. Because the old world had to be torn down before the new world could be built in its place. In other words, rip down the old world and then build it back better. Tear down the old world and erect a new world in its place. A world that's more equitable. A world that's more equal. You can tell that to the 65 million Chinese or the 21 to 32, depending on who you ask and what time period you examine, million people, 65 million in China, 30 million in Russia, a couple million from Germany and Italy. Tell that to the hundreds of thousands and the millions that starved to death as a byproduct of bad government policy. Things that were done that weren't even intentional. How about the 5 million Ukrainians that starved to death? The 10 to 14, 15 million Chinese that starved to death just under communism alone. And these are just some of the big names that you probably know. You might know Pol Pot. You might also know about Venezuela and the numerous communist South American governments. These are the four olds, though, that must be destroyed. The customs, the habits, the culture, the ideas. I find it interesting that the White House is referring to their national strategy for countering domestic terrorism as the four pillars. I find it interesting that the Biden administration, before they became the Biden administration, used the three red banners of communist China. The three red banners or the red banners campaign was an idea, an ideological slogan used in the late 1950s into the Cultural Revolution in the 60s that called on the Chinese people to build a socialist state. In other words, build back better on the ashes of the old world. And anybody who wanted to have free speech or free market, they wanted to build something for themselves, they were harassed, they were tortured, they were beaten, they were killed. Perhaps worse than dying 
is being subject to what they call a struggle session where you are harassed, spit on, you have urine and feces thrown at you, and at the end of that, you might be lucky to have your life. You might also be beaten half to death by an angry mob, usually of youthful people who are angry that depending on what you did, you might own land, and that land belongs to the collective of the community. That land doesn't belong to you. You didn't build that. As Barack Obama said, you didn't build that business. But the real issue here, that's just a comparison. The four pillars of the new national strategy for countering domestic terrorism and the four olds of communist China and Mao Zedong, the Biden administration is pushing to combat domestic terrorism. What Biden says is, quote, driven by hate, bigotry, and other forms of extremism. A stain on the soul of America. The Associated Press reported one day after the White House brief, June 15th, Biden administration pushes plan to combat domestic terror. It says that the Biden administration says it will enhance its analysis of threats from domestic terrorists, including the sharing of intelligence within law enforcement agencies, and will work with tech companies to eliminate terrorist content online as part of a nationwide strategy to combat domestic terrorism. A report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence found that domestic violent extremists posed an increased threat in 2021, with white supremacist groups and anti-government militias posing the highest risk. Attorney General Merrick B. Garland In remarks delivered in Washington on June 15th, same day as this AP article came out, said that in the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race. And we go back to what the White House said. The White House said, in reference to the Department of Homeland Security's old, quote, see something, say something campaign. The second pillar of their four-pillar strategy says this, quote, this involves creating contexts in which those who are family members or friends or co-workers know that there are pathways and avenues to raise concerns and seek help for those who they have perceived to be radicalizing and potentially radicalizing toward violence. The only problem here is that if you read this from the White House, we can agree we don't support domestic terrorism. We can agree, partly with Attorney General Merrick Garland, we don't support domestic terrorism. We can agree. We don't support violence and domestic terrorism. The problem is how you define domestic terrorism. How you define what terrorism is in general. How do you combat something that is just an idea? Terrorism is an action. It's violence to coerce, to obtain a political thing. You achieve a political end through violence. That is the definition of terrorism. And that can be violence physically or terrorism of the mind. Terrorism of the mind 
is what we call psychological warfare or active denial measures. These are strategies that are akin to gaslighting. So the White House has four pillars, like the four olds of communist China. They tell you that you should report on your friends and family and co-workers, just like the Gestapo, just like the Red Guards, just like the Red Terror that swept across Russia. Report on those people that you perceive to be radicalizing. Well, how do you define radicalization? Well, it's terrorism. It's domestic terrorism. Well, how do you find, define domestic terrorism? Well, in the FBI's view, says Attorney General Garland, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race. Well, how do you even define white supremacy? And then you start to break it down and you figure it out. It's anybody who's white, unless they support the ideological framework. It's anyone who has a system of values. They could be Muslim. They could be Christian. They could be Jewish. If they believe and they hold old customs, old habits, old culture, and old ideas, no matter how otherwise perceived to be reprehensible those habits, culture, ideas, and customs are, they are the old world, and they must be destroyed. Because they represent the mechanism and the gears of the machine. And that machine must be raged against with a different idea. Because those ideas are dangerous. It's the new ideas that will save us from the old ideas. That's why statues must be ripped down. That's why history books must be burned. That's why purges that are endless must be continued in schools, in churches, in businesses, in government, cities, states, etc. You can have no element that questions the official narrative, which is always arbitrary, it's always in motion, it's always fluid, and it never stays the same because it's not based on anything of credible solidity. It's based on an ever-changing definition of what is offensive, an ever-changing definition of what is terrorism, and what is domestic terrorism, an ever-changing definition of what exactly those terrorist groups and white supremacists really are or what they believe. Are you a white supremacist and therefore a domestic terrorist and therefore a threat to national security and therefore you should be rounded up without any due process and put into a prison system? Tortured? Never seen a day in court? Like so many of the people that were at the Capitol on January 6th? Should all of that happen to you because the color of your skin? And let's say you do believe that. That is what, where these people belong because of the color of their skin. Let's say you actually believe that. Well, how does that then protect you? Because if one group can be marginalized, no matter how much of a minority or a majority they are, then the other group can be marginalized in the same way. 
If a minority group can be marginalized and exploited to overthrow the majority group, there are ways to use the majority group that will tear down the majority group to give rise to the minority groups and then to commit additional purges against those minority groups that rise up so that everybody stays on the same equal playing ground. But it's not one of equality and justice in the way that you perceive through the niceties of the implications of those words. It's an equal form of servitude. It's an equal form of slavery, an equal form of restriction of speech and press and religion and protest, an equal lacking of privacy, an equal lacking of freedom, an equal form of poverty. That's what happens when this type of a system is implemented. It doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum it's on. So the White House says we have four pillars to combat domestic terrorism. They are very similar in theme to the four olds of communist China. The flag, the symbol, the bumper sticker, the campaign sign of the Biden administration was comprised of three red bars. The three red bars are the three banners of communist China, just by mistake, I suppose. And those three banners that were put onto that symbol, used in that logo, by mistake, I suppose, they represent a building of a better socialist world. And so we have four pillars to tear down what? What are the four pillars in the new national strategy to combat domestic terrorism, what are they really about? Well, when Attorney General Merrick Garland says it's just white people, and you analyze and break apart what exactly is it about white people, well, they're a majority in the United States, and a large portion of the population is Christian, or at least shares in a moral, a moral ethical framework once a family, once a job, once a clean community that is truly fair and equitable to all, or at the very least, once that for themselves and doesn't really care what happens to others, but they're not actively engaged in oppressing others, you find what the real threat is, is that moral ethical fabric. That real threat is what people call God. And like in all authoritarian, totalitarian, communist, fascist states, God, as Stalin said, has to be eliminated because nothing is higher than the state. So when they say domestic terrorism and you say, what's that? And they say white supremacists and you say, what's that? And they say white people and you say, what's that? And they say Christians and anyone who shares these ideas because it's the idea that matters. That's what's important. It's the idea. An idea is dangerous. The idea of Antifa is dangerous. But the idea that is Antifa is even more dangerous because the idea that is Antifa is a thought form that manifests in the violence, the festering sore, the smudge on the streets of American cities and other cities around the world today and historically in Germany in the 30s. That is, an anarchical communist revolution perceptually conducted by the common person to overthrow the corrupt power structure and to install the people in power. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a real version of that. It's called a constitutional republic. And the irony of it is, 
communists use the niceties and the realities of a constitutional republic and true freedom, they profess that when they are the absolute opposite of a constitutional republic where representatives represent the will of the people, not democracy. But democracy is an outgrowth of this type of system because democracy is mob rule. Democracy is the mob gets to decide. And that democratic form of system ultimately transforms into a communal-based system. And that leads to mass devastation everywhere it's ever been instituted anywhere in the world a hundred years ago or ten years ago. And where it will be instituted today and ten years from now and a hundred years from now. One of the parasites is an idea called cultural Marxism. We've talked about this on The Secret Teachings countless times. It sows the seeds that are part of the plantation of the new national strategy for countering domestic terrorism, the four pillars, the four old. The idea, as Attorney General Merrick Garland said, white people, white supremacists are the real threat. And so as a result of that, Frank Figliuzzi, assistant director for FBI counterintelligence under Obama, said that members of Congress might need to be arrested in order to prevent a repeat of the January 6th Capitol riot, or at least they call it a riot. Some called it World War II, kind of like when CNN's Cuomo said that World War II or the storming of Normandy was the equal component of Antifa clashing with white supremacists in Charlottesville. Antifa clashing with white supremacists is like D-Day. And the people who went to the Capitol on the 6th of January, that was like Pearl Harbor. Now, these are hyperbolic statements. They are beyond exaggerations. They are made as Hail Marys to make you think that if someone would make such an outrageous, outlandish, arguably offensive statement, it's like Pearl Harbor, it's like D-Day, that it must be true. And so the former assistant FBI director says, quote, Arresting low-level operatives is merely a speed bump, not a roadblock. In order to really tackle terrorism, and this time domestically, you've got to attack and dismantle the command and control element of a terrorist group. And unfortunately, and I know this is painful to hear, that may mean people sitting in Congress right now, people in and around the former president. That's how you do this. Otherwise, recruitment and siding and cult-like leadership continues to recruit people to violence. Of course, Figliuzzi is an MSNBC national security contributor, and he could not point out any specific crimes that members of Congress or even the former president's inner circle had committed. 
They have no evidence of crimes. They have nothing to prosecute people on, but they will hold people as political prisoners. And the new four pillars, the national security strategy, is meant to target and to isolate people that are considered domestic terrorists, i.e. threats to the domestic community, threats to national security. You ask the FBI what they believe is the greatest threat to national security, the greatest threat to America. They say domestic terrorism in the form of white supremacy. And therefore, it's not really about white people. They're talking about domestic terrorism in the form of a certain idea. Because to this type of authoritarian state, they're concerned with the old habits, the old customs, the old cultures, and the old ideas. The ideas of independence, the ideas of freedom of speech, of the press, of religion, of protest, of privacy. They don't like those things too much. So in the name of protecting freedom and protecting those poor minority groups, they speak for them with violence, believing that their cause is justified. They are the Red Guards of Mao's China, the four pillars of this new national prevention method of domestic terrorism are akin to the four olds. The three banners are part of the building of a socialist empire. The destruction of the four olds and the building of this empire are done on the soil, on the ashes, on the remains, on the rubble of the old world, torn down so that the new one can be built back better. And the soldiers that mobilize to do their due diligence in fighting the evils in the world organize in secret. They organize and they plan their assault. And they receive instructions and directions from those who control them. So when Joe Biden said, Antifa is just an idea, and others denied that Antifa even existed, not only is this part of the same anarcho-communist handbook, literally, this is also a sleight of hand. This is also magic. And to say that Antifa is just an idea is a true statement. Antifa is indeed just an idea. It's an idea that is very dangerous to the republic, an idea that is very dangerous to your beloved freedoms. It is very dangerous to free thought in any form. These are the thought forms that can be manifested from the hatred and the bigotry of those professing to speak for the innocent, the enslaved, the minority. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We rage against the machine while they rage for the machine. www.thesecretteachings.info Subscribe to the show archive for one week, one month, or one year. You get access to the shows, the montages, my digital books. One-year subscribers get a physical copy of one of my books. It's all at thesecretteachings.info. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. There's more after this. 
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhance and improve sound quality. Edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, spike volumes, deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels allowed to measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, no artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. It's going to take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. 
tackle terrorism, and this time domestically, you've got to attack and dismantle the command and control element of a terrorist group. And unfortunately, and I know this is painful to hear, that may mean people sitting in Congress right now, people in and around the former president. That's how you do this. The time has come. Execute Order 66. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. I am the Senate. When they blamed terrorists and suspended the Constitution, we didn't wake up then either. The two most lethal elements of the domestic violence extremist threat are racially or ethically motivated violent extremists and militia violent extremists. In the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocate for the superiority of the white race. Now I'm awake. Can the federal government take credit for saving us from a plot of its own creation? What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots, and of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. January 6th is now being used as a pretext to strip law-abiding Americans of their most basic civil liberties. You are our only hope. The America you know doesn't exist in all future. Bow and remember this as the last day of the Republic! I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. I couldn't help putting that compilation together, some of the newest Star Wars movies, The Handmaiden Tell, The Hands Maiden Tell, older Star Wars movie, Emperor Palpatine, Execute Order 66. Really fit together pretty well with Judge Napolitano and little Tucker Carlson in there. I think it's funny when people say, that you're taking a political stance for making an observation that might be in the realm of politics. I don't take political stances. I take stances on observations that I make. I'm certain that things that I see, that I observe, that have a slight twist to them, I'm certain that those things are anything and everything except how they look on the surface. I find it quite interesting that the White House has suggested that we have, and the White House is establishing, a national strategy for countering domestic terrorism, very similar to the U.S. Patriot Act, later NDAA, and all the responses that the federal government had to September 11th, 2001, where Islamic terrorism became the justification for the illegal spying that was taking place long before, illegal wiretapping. It became justification for overseas war, uh, overseas wars of aggression and occupation, justification for airport scanners and the Transportation Security Administration, which doesn't do anything to stop so-called terrorist plots and, in fact, has allowed so-called terrorists to walk right through security at the airport 
underwear bomber, shoe bomber, plots that were foiled by citizens. Most plots that the FBI foils are set up by the FBI to acquire more funding or to fulfill a narrative. As the White House publishes this new national strategy for countering domestic terrorism, one can't help but think that their new strategy called the Four Pillars is very similar to the Four Olds of Mao's China, the destruction of the Four Olds, old habits, old customs, old culture, and old ideas. One of the pillars in this new national strategy calls on people like you, people like me, to report family members or friends or co-workers who are radicalizing, radicalized, or who are radicalizing others, or who are potentially radicalizing toward violence. Joe Biden said domestic terrorism, driven by hate, bigotry, and other forms of extremism, is a stain on the soul of America. A stain on the soul of America. I agree that there are some stains on the soul of America. One of them is the refusal of plantation owners to free slaves, mostly for business, financial purposes. A stain of America is the Democratic Party, historically organizing and running the Ku Klux Klan, attempting to establish what they called a golden circle slave plantation, and attempting to use slaves who they saw as having no rights and they saw as less than human as citizens that would give them additional political representation, southern states, and the leadership of those states, that would give them political representation in Congress. This is why we have Congress and the Senate. We have a separated house. Each state gets two senators, and then you get congressmen, congresswomen, equal to the number of citizens. The northern states wanted the South to integrate into a union. The southern states said no, because that will end our monopoly, that will end our control, that will end our entire economic system based on slavery. The North wanted to end it. So they made a compromise. A slave would be three-fifths of a person. And that compromise allowed for the northern states to create a federal state, to create a United States. That United States then passed laws to prevent importation of slaves, to prevent the expansion of slavery into new territories. And that later on led and culminated along with financial things that are very important and would take an entirely different show, subject matter and theme, to investigate and to break down, dealing primarily with big central banks, just as the American Revolution was also sponsored, if you will, by the outlawing of interest-free currency called colonial script and the removal of guns from the hands of the colonists. But that led to the Civil War eventually. It led to the Civil War 
when some states refused to end slavery at a time when a new nation was being developed, a nation that ended slavery, a nation that freed slaves, even people who had owned slaves in government freed slaves, and in some cases did so long before the 13th, the 14th, 15th Amendment, and so on and so forth. Now, this isn't a game about politics. That's history. And I think it's a stain on America that people like Joe Biden, who makes some of the most oppressive, bigoted, racial statements that any human being could make, especially in public in front of people throughout his entire political controlled run career. It's a stain on America that people like Joe Biden can deny the violence of a group like Antifa, that people like Joe Biden can say that domestic terrorism, i.e., as his Attorney General Merrick Garland defined, white people are the biggest threat to national security. That's on a political, overt spectrum. You move away from that spectrum and you look underneath of that rotting corpse that is the corrupt state and the corrupt power structure, the bureaucrats and the intelligence agencies, you're going to find magic and mysticism, folks. You're going to find a history that very few of us ever learned about. You're going to find a history of the Democratic Party. You're going to find a history of the Ku Klux Klan. You're going to find a history of those who really own slaves and the people like Joe Biden. You're going to find a long history of communist takeovers from Russia to the attempt in Germany, the attempt in Italy, to places in South America, Venezuela, North Korea. You're going to find a lot of magic and mysticism because when Joe Biden says Antifa is an idea, he's right. It is an idea. It's an idea that transforms into a thought. It's something that invokes, that conjures, and that helps to manifest the thought formation, the tulpa, the golem, the egregore, whatever you choose to call it, that manifests in cells little terrorist networks that are coordinated and controlled from a decentralized structure, a decentralized yet very organized group of powerful people who are using groups like Antifa to overthrow the real power structure. But Antifa never attacks the actual power structure that's perceived They attack the real power structure, the one that lies just beneath what is perceived to be power. What do I mean by that? Our perceived power and the lacking of civic education has taught people that government is the power, that corporations are the power, that third-party elitists, eugenicists, and billionaires are the power. Not in our country, not in a constitutional republic. It's the people who have the power. That's why Antifa rages against the people. That's why Antifa rages for the machine, not against the machine. 
Because Antifa doesn't challenge the real perceived power, they challenge the real actual power, the people. If they challenge the real people, it would be counterproductive because those real powerful people control them as soldiers to overthrow the real, true, honest, organic power structure, and that is the average person who might not share in the corrupted, cultural, Marxist-influenced, anarcho-communist ideology of these terrorists and thugs. And then I get an applause from Republicans, and I get an applause from conspiracy theorists, and I get an applause from the New Age alt-right community. And I get booed and heckled and things thrown at me by liberals and people on the left and the New Age left community. I thought Ryan talked about aliens and paranormal subjects and Bigfoot. Or at least Mothman. I thought you talked about occultism. I am talking about occultism. It's magic. The words. The gaslighting. The psychology. The slogans. The subconscious. All of it is magic. You understand that. You don't need to understand politics or current events or be up to date on topical matters. Because once you learn the language of symbols, it all makes sense. You can read the symbols, you can read in between the lines of the symbols, and you understand, especially if you study history, exactly what is happening. It's pretty funny that people like Connor Betts on August 4th of 2019, all in black, opened fire at Ned Pepper's Grill in Daytona, Ohio, stating he was going to kill every fascist. Nazis deserve death and nothing else. These are quotes. Connor Betts was Antifa. July 13, 2019, Willem Van Sponsen, Sponsen, is how you pronounce his last name, attempted to firebomb an ICE detention center in Tacoma, Washington. His manifesto stated, I am Antifa. I am Antifa. He said he was radicalized in civics class at 13 when Quote, we were taught about the Electoral College. We were taught about the Electoral College. Because the Electoral College needs to be abolished. So the popular democratic vote can win. So the Republic and the ideas of the Republic and the Constitution that binds it become irrelevant. All you need is a mass mob of people voting Blue, no matter who, or voting for who, no matter who, depending on who they're told to, who they're paid to, who they're taken care of to. And then that's it. That's how liberty dies, to the sound of thunderous applause. Remember what Willem Spronson said? I strongly encourage comrades and incoming comrades to arm themselves. He said he was radicalized in civics class at 13. He said, I am Antifa. I want to share something with you. You know who Katy Perry is? You know, we've discussed Katy Perry's music and her videos and a lot of her songs in the music industry. We talk about that a lot here on The Secret Teachings. We're very well known for that. Katy Perry did a strange political video with Orlando Bloom. And it's for a group called For the People Act. Actually, it's for a piece of legislation. For the People Act. What is For the People Act? The For the People Act is legislation that, if you type it in, 
for the people act it sounds really great right like what exactly is the patriot act you're a patriot if you support it the hill newspaper reported on saturday hollywood goes all in for the people act the people act is a bill in the united states congress intended to expand voting rights change campaign finance laws to reduce the influence of money in politics and limit partisan gerrymandering and create new ethical rules for federal office holders it sounds wonderful as does the Congressionally Approved Equality Act, which aims to end discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. I'm sorry to tell you this, but you can't end discrimination when it's opinion-based. If you try to, that's called creating a thought police. There's a huge difference between a gay person who walks down the street and kisses their gay boyfriend, and someone else walks by and goes, ugh. And someone who is told point blank to their face, I'm not hiring you, you're a fag. There's a big difference. There's a huge difference. And the intention and the difference matters a lot. The Equality Act, the People Act. The Equality Act means they're going to overhaul what gender and sexuality are. They are going to destroy the biological essence of male and female, of men and women. The For the People Act, oh, it's loving, For the People Act, is going to make it easier to rig elections. The For the People Act is going to expand? What? It's going to expand voting rights? You have a right to vote, and there are circumstances in which you don't have a right to vote. If you're not a citizen, you don't have a right to vote. You're a felon, you don't have a right to vote. You get a lot of things revoked when you become a felon, when you're not a citizen of the country. So this is a message from Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. And they're telling you how wonderful the People Act is by showing you a hyperbolic, hyperpolitical representation of what they believe the future will be like. You've got to listen to this. I hope this works. We've got to tell them. Fundamental purpose of our democracy is the freedom of our life. You are our only hope. The America you know doesn't exist in our future. Democracy is dead. We have no voice. The regime watches our every move. It started when voter suppression ran wild all over America. The voting rights bills died in the Senate. Polling places closed. We lost our right to vote. This future doesn't have to be. You have the power to change it. Save democracy while you can. Call your senator now. Call your senator and tell them pass this act for the people. That was a little bit of an exaggeration, don't you think? Democracy is dead. You are our only hope. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. The America you know doesn't exist in the future. Democracy is dead. We have no voice. Why? Well, voter suppression. See, there's a huge difference between telling someone you can't vote because of X, Y, Z, i.e. we want to discriminate against you because we don't like who you're going to vote for, and someone who is an illegal immigrant who hasn't 
become a citizen or someone who has done something really horrific and has lost some of their civil rights. Civil rights are different, by the way, than human rights. A civil right is a right to vote. A human right is not a right to vote. As a human, you don't have a right to vote. Okay, because here in Rochester, New York, the guy that stands on the side of the street strung out on heroin or God knows what else he snorted and held or injected, pissing on the side of a building, I don't think I want him voting. Now, that's not my decision to make, but we have to realize that some people are not fit for voting, just like some people are not fit to own a firearm. So everybody has to have their firearm taken away, according to some extremists on one side of the spectrum. But everybody, including the psychopaths, get to vote in an election. Why? Well, for the same reason that Southern, particularly Democratic areas, Southern states and plantation owners wanted to count all slaves as single 100% individual citizens to obtain more congressional representation in government. The compromise was, no, you can't just import human beings as slaves and then count them as citizens when otherwise they, you, you don't consider them human beings so that you can obtain more political representation and expand your slavery operations. No, you can't do that. The compromise is you count them as three-fifths of a person. When the North obtained more power this way, and most of the rest of the country that disagreed with slavery but didn't have the money or the power or the, the will to fight it, per se, or the know-how to fight it, just like issues today, Congress ended slavery. And the Emancipation Proclamation ended essentially the rest of it. And the, now the new Jubilee Day federal holiday, the new Juneteenth federal holiday, which they say is a celebration of Slaves being freed, it's not. It's a celebration of a couple hundred thousand people being freed in Texas long after the, the, the Emancipation Proclamation, in retrospect to how the significance of it at the time period in the 1860s. That's not a federal holiday. That slavery, whatever you want to call it, that is a different kind of oppression than telling somebody you can't vote because you're not a citizen. You can't vote because... There's a, there's a legal barrier to it. It's not telling you you can't vote because you're brown. You can't vote because you're black. A bunch of brown and black people voted. They voted for the opposite of the party that the people in this video, like Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, support. In other words, they supported Republicans and didn't really support Democrats. Why is that? Why were there so many Latinos for Trump? Why were there so many African-Americans or blacks for Trump? Why did the Republican Party get so much support from minority groups? Did you not figure it out yet? you not figure out what, that, that what the White House is saying about domestic terrorism, the national strategy for countering domestic terrorism? you not see that the Biden administration's plan to combat domestic terrorism, General Merrick B. Garland's remarks about domestic terrorism in the new policy address? Do you not see that all of that? is actually true, just like Biden's statement that Antifa is an idea. All of that, folks, is 100% true. There are white supremacists who believe they are better than you, who believe that they are the superior race, they deserve all the power. You know who they are? They're called Joe Biden. That's the white supremacist. Those are the people that ran the plantations. Those are the people that wanted to count slaves as an individual citizen, but not as an individual human being who had rights. Those are the people that refused to join a national government because the national federal government ended slavery. 
It's time to get our heads out of our asses and out of the sand and realize that a lot of the things that we're being told, a lot of the things that we're reading about in the news that we hear about on radio, they're real. There really is white supremacy. There really is domestic terrorism. It's run by the white supremacists and the domestic terrorists that write the laws to destroy and obliterate anyone and anything that is contrary to their political views, which have nothing to do, by the way, with equality and justice. They're exploiting people, minority, LGBTQ, black, Latino, whatever. They're exploiting those groups just like a company like Skittles, which uses the rainbow on every pack all year round. But for Pride Month, Skittles says, we support Pride, and they turn all their Skittles gray, exploiting a small percent of the population to market to a mass majority of the population. It's unimpressive advertising. It's unimpressive political theater. It's unimpressive authoritarianism. I've seen better authoritarianism. If I can break this apart, you sure as hell can break this apart, break it down. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM but most importantly it supports you. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the 
show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. On which we stand will bring an end to the Senate. All remaining systems will bow and will remember this as the last day of the Republic. In order to really tackle terrorism, and this time domestically, you've got to attack and dismantle the command and control element of a terrorist group. And unfortunately, and I know this is painful to hear, that may mean people sitting in Congress right now, people in and around the former president. That's how you do this. The time has come. Execute Order 66. When they slaughtered Congress, we didn't wake up. I am the Senate. And they blame terrorists and suspended the Constitution. We didn't wake up then either. The two most lethal elements of the domestic violence extremist threat are racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists and militia violent extremists. In the FBI's view, the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race. Now I'm awake. Can the federal government take credit for saving us from a plot of its own creation? What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots, and of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. January 6th is now being used as a pretext to strip law-abiding Americans of their most basic civil liberties. You are our only hope. The American Union doesn't exist in our future. Bow and remember this as the last day of the Republic! And that is how liberty dies. I'm Ryan Gable. 
And you are listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Thank you for joining us this evening. Final segment now. You can catch the show Monday through Friday at the same time each night, right after Lighting the Void and Joe Roop. And if you can't catch the show live, you can go to our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and you can subscribe to the archive. It's very simple, very easy, and very secure. Visit the website, click on the Donate Subscribe button at the top of the page, and you can choose your subscription option. There are three of them. They're very simple. They all give you essentially the same thing. You can subscribe for one week, one month, or one year. One-year subscribers get a physical copy of one of my books, autographed with free shipping in the U.S., and we do ship internationally as well. But whether you're a weekly, a monthly, or a yearly subscriber, you get access to the full show archive, You can download and stream every single show after it airs. You'll also get access to the montage archive, which will include that montage we just played, the new one I made for tonight's broadcast called The Last Day of the Republic. It'll be in the archive as well. And you'll get access to all of my digital books. It's all at www.thesecretteachings.info. And if you'd like to contact the show, and I go through all the emails myself, so you'll be contacting me directly. rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. One more time, rdgable, r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. And you can also use that email for the PayPal page, which is where we do all of our subscriptions, all of our donations, all the book sales. It all goes through PayPal. It's very simple. Maybe it's a little antiquated for some people, but it's very simple for us. It's very simple for me to run that. And in the process of transforming this show over the years, I've had to incorporate myself with certain things like applications and social media, which otherwise I probably wouldn't be using. And uh, I've come to Patreon, and we're going to have a Patreon set up very soon. I'm going to keep it very, very cheap. And we're going to give you behind the scenes uh, videos about pretty much anything and everything. Probably do a, a one video weekly. Uh, you'll also uh, get some other stuff with your Patreon account. Uh, or I think it, what they call it, is it like a subscription? I think it's like a subscription. So it's something like that. It'll be very cheap and it'll be some additional content for the secret teachings. Again, some behind the scenes stuff as well. Uh, I'm also going to be creating some additional content. So that'll be Patreon. Keep an eye out for that as well. June 15th, just a few days ago. 20 hours, two states, a shooting spree, wounding five strangers. The man who committed these acts told cops he was motivated by race and intentionally targeted military-looking white men he believed wronged him. Justin Tyron Roberts, 39, a black man, was arrested on Saturday by police in Columbus, Georgia, where cops say he wounded four people, including two white men, during separate attacks late Friday and Saturday afternoon. Roberts is also accused of shooting a white man in the back at a hotel in Phoenix City, Alabama. Detective Brandon Lockhart testified that Roberts told police following his arrest that he had to have one victim who was shot in the back as he got into a car under the Oglethorpe Bridge in Columbus. 
Detective Lockhart said, quote, basically, he explained throughout his life, specifically white males had taken from him, and also that he described as military-looking white males had taken from him. Roberts also claimed that white men had been shooting. White men had been shooting at him in a wooded area with a slingshot. But police, of course, found no evidence to back up that assertion, leading them to believe that Roberts was maybe a little bit mentally unstable. Nevertheless, Justin Roberts, 39, openly acknowledged that he was attacking white people because he believed those white people had wronged him. Now, if he had been wronged at a job, or if he had been wronged at maybe a restaurant, or if he had been wronged maybe on a bus, like you could maybe kind of understand the hatred. But just attacking random white people in the street. I mean, if someone called you a derogatory term and said, I'm not going to hire you because you're black, or whatever the reason might be. Violence isn't the answer to that. There's legal repercussions for that. But if you're dumb enough, if you're stupid enough, if you're ignorant enough, you don't know about the, the legal protections that you have as a human being in the United States of America, then I guess you start shooting random people that are a different color skin than you. Making Justin Roberts the black equivalent of the dumb, drugged-out neo-Nazis that don't know how to do anything except shoot up heroin Apparently, they don't even know how to open a history book because a lot of what the neo-Nazis believe is not actual Nazism, and it has nothing to do with what the Germans believed or what the Germans did in the 30s or the 40s. A lot of the neo-Nazis are really the, the perceived, if you will, extreme right of the extreme left that is Antifa, a bunch of either homeless or living with their parents, drug addicts who don't want to get a job and don't want to build anything, don't want to participate, don't want to have a family, don't want to do anything except have things handed to them, including crack pipes and heroin needles. That makes up, that comprises a mass majority of Antifa, as it does a mass majority of white supremacist neo-Nazis, morons, ignorant fools, useful idiots, why so many neo-Nazis work for the FBI because they're recruited to carry out acts of domestic terrorism to inflate a failing narrative that white people and white supremacists are really the biggest threat to national security. And then a black man, Justin Roberts, goes on a 20-hour two-state shooting spree and starts shooting random white people, and there's like two news articles about it. And I was reading again uh, an article here in Rochester uh, in the local city paper, like a city magazine they publish and distribute. And it's got the mayor, Lovely Warren, who was indicted on election fraud and other charges. State police go to her house. They find cocaine. They find unregistered weapons, uh, semi-automatic weapons, things that are very illegal. And, and, and as a Democrat in Rochester, things that are just... They're loathed. And yet there's the mayor and there's her husband, according to police who believe they were running a cocaine operation. This is the mayor of Rochester, right down the road where I live. I go into the city to work a part-time job. The mayor that told the police to stand down and let the city burn. The mayor that told the police not to stop the rioters or the looters. 
The mayor that said the rioters and the looters didn't exist, but don't stop them if they do ride and loot. And they have a right to First Amendment free speech and free expression and, and protest. Uh, big difference, lovely Warren, between protesting and violently attacking people. But no, drugs, cocaine, all that. Nobody wants to talk about that in Rochester. It's like a, a story that never even happened. And they're having an election, I believe, um, I believe it was actually today. I didn't even really pay attention to it. I think it was today or it's tomorrow. It's like the 22nd. Maybe it's the 20. Maybe it was yesterday. I, I don't, I'm not even paying attention to it. I just don't particularly care. The corruption here is just, I mean, this place needs to be overhauled. But nobody will talk about that. Why? Because she's black. Well, that's kind of racist, isn't it? You're, you're going to judge that situation based on the color of her skin. Justin Roberts, this guy's going to go around shooting people because of the color of their skin. Without any other justification. White people shot things at me with a slingshot. What the hell does that mean? But you know what? It's all just an idea. Connor Betts. Connor Betts was just an idea. He did say, I want to kill every fascist and Nazis deserve death and nothing else. He did say those things, but I guess that's just a one-off. Or there's Willem Spronser who attempted to fire on an ICE detention center in Tacoma, Washington, he just outright in his manifesto said, I am Antifa. Well, Ryan, you don't know. Maybe he's just taking credit. He's saying he's a part of Antifa. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of these guys, these young white kids who dress in black clothing, who live with their mom or their aunt or their grandma. A lot of these kids who don't have jobs, don't have anything that are borderline incels that play a lot of video games, watch a lot of porn, eat a lot of Cheetos, drink a lot of Mountain Dew. Probably smoke a lot of vape, smoke a lot of weed, do a lot. Probably do a lot of heroin, really. Uh, and these are the people that then go do shootings, and then it's like, oh, it's white people. No, it's not white people, FBI. It's not white people, Joe Biden. It's not white people, White House. It's true domestic terrorism created by your rhetoric that white people are evil, but as long as you're in the extremist left political category, you fight against the white supremacy. So as a white person, you go and commit acts of violence to feed into the narrative that it's white people. You become a statistic that white people are causing these problems. And yet you're really a political component, a, a political representative of that extremist ideology. Boosting the statistics, padding the statistics, working basically for an ideological group like Antifa that doesn't exist. It's just an idea, an idea that is manifested, an idea that is festered, that is pus, that is bled, an idea that has killed hundreds of people just in the last couple of years, an idea that has killed thousands throughout history, an idea that has killed tens of millions once that power structure and ideology becomes a fixture, becomes part of the federalized government, a national government, an idea that manifests as a goal and as a monster. So there is white terror. But it's that white terror created by those who speak in condemnation of it. It's the people that speak in condemnation of slavery who have the real ideological roots to slavery. Oh, there are so many people that commit acts of violence who are white supremacists who are on the right. Yeah, they, uh, there are. And the morons on the right that shoot up with heroin and do a bunch of drugs and play a bunch of video games all day 
and think they're really cool because they got a swastika. Those people are just as brain dead as the extremists on the left who refuse to shower, cut their hair off halfway, dye the other side green, you know, shave justice into their pubes, get a black mask, tell their mom they'll be home at about 11 p.m., 11.30 p.m., leave the PlayStation on, they're going to finish the game, make sure there's a hot pocket there when they get back, and then they go downtown and they break windows, and the cops are told to stand down. They're the same morons. doesn't matter if you're right or left, you're Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, it doesn't matter. You're the same morons. You're foot soldiers of an elite class who doesn't give a damn about you. You're not raging against the machine, you ignorant, infantile idiots. You're raging for the machine. You are a useful idiot, whether you're a white supremacist or you're Antifa. The problem is not the white supremacists or Antifa, which is primarily white supremacists. The problem is the ideology that drives black, white, Latino, Asian, etc. to attack and to kill other people based on politics, based on religion. It's the idea that's dangerous. It's the ideology that's dangerous. Except some ideas are more dangerous than others depending on the context and the perspective that they're viewed from. To people that are control freaks, any idea of freedom and assembly and religion and press and market, any idea of having a free version of any of those things is dangerous. To someone who wants to control how you think and how you live your life, those things are dangerous. So rather than using logic or reason which can't combat true equality in a just institutional sense, as much as is possible, a corrupt judge, a corrupt politician doesn't represent the foundational enlightenment core of a constitutional republic. But the individuals that have those ideas that think that those freedoms are dangerous Instead of having an intellectual moment, these people decide to use gaslighting and psychology. Emotions are more important than facts, than true justice and equality. Basically, overturning the good, just, and equal components of a society and replacing them through terrorism with grotesque, evil, Maoist, Marxist, destructive, anarchical ideas, tearing down something that is good for all, generally speaking, and establishing a system that is good for the super, ultra, teeny, tiny minority of a handful of people that run the system and run the terrorist groups, run the Red Guards, run the Gestapo, run the Red Terror, run the brown shirts. With ever-increasing arbitrary demands, arbitrary laws and rules and regulations, things that constantly change to keep people in a state of transition and confusion, where nothing is solid and nobody is safe, not even the thoughts, not even ideas. Hollywood is very excited, by the way, 
saw this on Sunday. Hollywood is very excited for the People Act. Oh, man, the People's Act, H.R. 1 and S. 1, they really, 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 really want to offer mail-in ballots and automatic voter registration and implement a new voting machine system. They, oh, they really want to help those poor immigrants. They want to help them vote. Really want to help them vote. Oh, not everybody should have a right to vote. It's a civil right. If you're psychotic, if you're attacking people and foaming from the mouth, you probably aren't in the right state of mind to vote. If you're screaming F you as a political opinion, you probably shouldn't be voting. See, this is mob rule. This is what we call democracy. It's a mob of people demanding that you do what you want them to do. That's not a republic. That's not America. So you say, in order to save democracy, in order to save America, you have to crush America. You have to crush the republic. This weird Orlando Bloom, Katy Perry video that came out, I played it earlier. Let's take a listen to this again. You are our only hope. The America you know doesn't exist in our future. Democracy is dead. We have no voice. The regime watches our every move. It started when voter suppression ran wild all over America. The voting rights bills died in the Senate. And it just goes on from there. So basically, because people are ignorant of what a civil right is, and they're ignorant of what voting constitutes, and they're ignorant of how civics works, how government works, how the three systems, the three branches of government work, how, how the Congress, how the House works, the House and the Senate, the Congress and the Senate. They're ignorant of all these things. They're ignorant, ignorant of the laws and the, the rules and, the, and the, the prosecutable offenses that protect all people, gay, straight, black, white, Asian, Mexican, whatever. They're ignorant of all those things. So Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom get together with For the People Act and a bunch of Hollywood horrors kneel down and open their mouths. And the money shot is we lost our right to vote because the People's Act didn't pass. Did you not have a right to vote last week? These rich, elitist Hollywood snobs like Orlando Bloom and and the mind-controlled sex slave Katy Perry in the music industry are going to tell us as white people, that you got to help the poor people learn how to vote. They're so stupid that we got to help them vote. Well, Latinos didn't have any trouble voting in the last election. They voted unanimously for Donald Trump. But they don't, they don't know how to vote. They lost their right to vote. We all lost our right to vote because you didn't pass a bill that will then strip other people's right to vote. So basically, here's what happens. We lost our right to vote. Vote for the People's Act. Well, I guess you, you have a right to vote then. You can contact your senator, they tell you. But the People's Act will actually, because it opens up for mail-in ballots and automatic voter registration, new voting machines, it'll demolish the true vote and replace it with a Banana Republic-style vote. So you will lose your right to vote. You can still vote. You'll lose the power of your vote, whatever power remains of that vote in a corrupted system. So you watch the video and you think, oh, if I don't pass this, if we don't pass this, we don't get this act, we're going to lose our right to vote. Oh, my God. You know? But what it really does is strips the power away from your vote is what it does. Just like the Equality Act. 
oh, it's going to be so wonderful for trans people and people that identify as 37 genders. But what it really does is it eliminates the traditional male and female roles, which are pretty much 95% of the population. So it removes the rights and the classifications and the civil rights, et cetera, of 95% of the population and replaces it with the perceived rights of about 5% of the population. Really equitable, really equal, folks. But they call it the People Act, the Equitable Act, the Equality Act, whatever. And everybody just jumps on board and says, full steam ahead to Maoist China. You make sun and stars appear in sky. We love you, Mao. We want red book. We want red gods. We want all things to be communist. Get rid of the old way of thinking. Get rid of the customs, the habits, the culture, and the ideas. Install the three banners, an ideological slogan, telling people to build a better socialist state on the ashes of the old nationalist, capitalist world. Build back better. Build back a better world on the ashes of the old world. And that old world built on principles and ideas that are abhorrent to control freaks. You don't want freedom of speech and freedom of the press and freedom of religion and a free market. You don't want people to be able to think for themselves. So basically the Equality Act and the People's Act strips your right to vote, strips your right to the Republic, strips your right to a constitutional form of government, strips your right to representation. It creates an unequal system. And the Equality Act demolishes the basic principles of civil rights and civil liberties. It destroys gender and biological classification and turns all of it over to a corrupt, depraved minority, which are used as foot soldiers to demolish the Constitutional Republic and replace it with an authoritarian empire. And that, folks, is how democracy dies, because people are too stupid to read past the hashtag for the people. Well, I'm, I'm people. I want it. You know, I, I believe in equality. I want it. I believe in patriotism. I want the Patriot Act. I believe in national defense. I'll take the National Defense Authorization Act. So the White House says, we have a new strategy for countering domestic terrorism, the four pillars, kind of like the four olds. And the Attorney General says, it's white people. And the former assistant FBI director says, we need to arrest Congress. Not only is that how liberty dies, that's how the last true haven of actual freedom and what people call God is overthrown and overturned by evil. So it's no wonder that Christians in particular are very concerned because, well, it kind of sounds like an apocalyptic end of the world situation is what it sounds like to some people. What it sounds like to me is history repeating itself. It sounds a little bit like Star Wars. Except in this case, the white people, which really it's not white people, it's people that have a moral, ethical code. It could be black people who disagree. Those black people are, of course, also white supremacists. Anybody who disagrees, white, black, doesn't matter. Anybody that disagrees, they're basically the Jedi. And the system, the, the attorney general and the former FBI director, counterintelligence director, and, and the president, all these people, that they're the Sith. They say, oh, no, the Jedi are attacking the Republic. The Jedi, who are sworn to protect the Republic, are attacking freedom and democracy. Until you really figure it out that the Emperor is the real Senate. The Emperor is really in control. I am the Senate. 
The time has come to institute Operation 66. They kill all the senators, arrest Congress, just like the handmaidens tell. We didn't do anything when they slaughtered Congress. So as I sit here tonight and I rage against the machine, and I rage against these Dolem-like, these Agrigor-like, these Tulpa-like thought forums, these monstrous thought forums that wish to destroy and suppress true thought, that wish to create thought crime. Others claim that they're all about equality. The Antifa groups, the moron white supremacist groups, what they're really doing is they're raging for the machine. They're raging for the FBI. They're raging for Antifa sponsorships, sponsors of people that have billions of dollars that dump them into these terrorist cells and organizations. They're raging for the machine. That's what they're doing. That's what they're raging for. They're not raging against the machine. They're raging for the machine. It's just an idea. It is just an idea. It's a thought form. It's a manifestation. When you have a corrupt ideology, a devastating anti-human post-industrial world ideology, you believe it wholeheartedly, you'll do anything to obtain it. All the willing foot soldiers go along without a second thought supporting the very system that they believe they are standing and fighting against. Talk about gaslighting. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Check out our website at thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to become a member today. You can also find my books on the website, The Technological Elixir, Occult Arcana, and Food Philosophy. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe, stay informed. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM, where you can find The Secret Teachings five nights a week. And we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Time's up. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.